Hey, what's going on? It's Darius Faroo, and on this episode of the Darius Faroo Show, I have a guest. His name is Austin Floyd. He's an online marketer and entrepreneur, and I got to know him because he reached out to me after he read my blog, and he noticed that I hadn't installed a Facebook pixel on my website, and he reached out to me and basically just shared a small guide or just, you know, it was a PDF with two pages on how to install a Facebook pixel that he created himself. And that was it. He didn't ask for anything. Uh, he didn't tell me that I did something wrong or, you know, wasn't like, hey, hey man, you're doing something wrong or you, you need to do, improve something. He just said, hey, I noticed this. Um, I'm a, I do a lot of Facebook marketing and Facebook ads, and if you want to do the same, look into this. Uh, you could install a Facebook pixel on your website. And because I have no experience with this, um, I looked into this, and I was like, yeah, this is something that I'd like to do in the future. So I emailed him, emailed him and I said, hey, this is really interesting. Do you want to come on my podcast to talk about it? So that's what this episode is about. <laughs> it's about two things mainly. It's about how you can reach out to bloggers or entrepreneurs that you read or follow and how you can build a relationship with them. That's the first thing that we talk about. But we also talk about uh, Facebook marketing and ways that you can increase your revenue, grow, grow your audience through Facebook ads. And I have to be honest, the things that we talked about with Austin, I made notes and these are some of the things that I want to test. I haven't tried them out yet, but the advice was sound and it wasn't based on like with the stuff that I've seen and read before uh, from Facebook marketers. They, they talk about yeah, you invest this much and you'll make this much. And it's like only based on the numbers, not caring about what kind of product you offer, how you offer it, who you're trying to help and all those things. We talk about that. You know, we talk about doing it in an ethical way and not trying to be sleazy about it. Just trying to use Facebook ads in a complimentary way and not in an annoying way, just to make the experience uh, better for your audience. Um, so that's what we talk about. If you are interested in those two topics, I am sure that you will get a lot of value out of this interview because Austin has done these things and I ask him a lot of questions and you know we go back and forth on these things, on these topics. Uh, so you can listen to it and see also my thinking process, the questions that I ask and the things that I like. Um, so I hope you find this useful and that you can apply these things for your own business, website, blog. So uh, here we go. Hey, Austin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for uh, having me on, man. All right. So uh, the first thing that I want to talk about is uh, the way that we got to know each other. Because um, a while back, you sent me an email. And uh, yep. I have it uh, right here in front of me. And uh, the, the subject line reads, thanks for the great content. And in the email... You 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 don't ask questions or you don't ask anything from me. You just only you're only providing value, and you notice that I hadn't that I don't have a Facebook pixel installed on my website, 
And you even included a, uh, a quick guide for me to install that Facebook Pixel. And I thought that was pretty cool. So that's why you know, I, I, I responded to your email. But I wanted to talk to you about how you came up with this strategy and uh, what kind of success you've been seeing with it. Yeah, totally. So, um, <clears throat> so I spent uh, about two and a half years learning everything about the Facebook platform, and a lot of experts that you would talk to would say you can't learn everything about it. The algorithm's always changing, but the algorithm's based on common sense. So, the more you learn how people actually respond to content, the better it works. But the one thing that I always noticed is that anytime I brought up the word pixel, people had zero idea what I was talking about. So they're like, yeah, I know uh, computer screens have pixels in them. And I'm like, no, this is like a one by one. So it is one pixel. Like, that's why it's called a pixel. But it's basically a tracking code that's allowing you to look at um, user data. So, like, how long people are on your site? Who's a good uh, user? And you don't get delivered, like, the stream of data where you're getting their names. But what it's doing is it's creating an audience in Facebook. Mm. So what I figured out is... I would go to most websites and they wouldn't have a pixel installed or they would have it installed improperly. Um, and there's a few tools that you can get on Google Chrome. And um, by looking at their code, the backend view page source, you can see whether or not they have pixeled the site properly. So I was like, well, this is a, a great way to reach out to people mm. and at least start a relationship, you know? Mm. Yeah. So where, where did you learn this like cold email uh, strategies or have you applied it often in the past or um so i would say in college i started to learn how to email the professors mm. uh when it came to hey i don't know why my grades low and then i would just you know work my way through uh hey can i get a bump not to say i was a bad <laughs> college student i always had uh good grades but of course you're in the rat race so you always want better grades yeah um, and so from there, I didn't really have to use it too much for the next uh, few years. Well, I worked for a startup company and I was learning all about uh, marketing, uh, Facebook ad spend. I had uh, an incredible amount of uh, training based on the amount of money that I got to spend. And I don't think you can really train on Facebook ads unless you can actually spend and see how it works. Mm. Um, but uh, recently, like eight, nine months ago, I decided to part from that company and I was like, well, now I need uh, another source of income, a uh, revenue stream. And so me and a friend started a consulting agency and of course we were like, well, let's just reach out to people. So, you know, it of course takes a lot of trial and error, but um, giving value regardless and reaching out to only people that we truly like, mm. because a lot of people are like, I just need a job. And they just reach out to every single person. And we were like, no, we got to stick to people we like with a good mission and let's give them something of value. And even if they don't respond, they press delete right away. Mm. We tried. Uh, that's, a, that's a great point to just reach out to people who you like or companies who you like and i often you know get questions about this right because um either bloggers or freelancers they ask me about how can i get clients or how can i get uh, my articles published and all those things and it it all starts with pitching an id right or or emailing mm -hmm. people and i think 
what you just mentioned is great. I think th- that's something that I do as well is that if I would reach out to a company, I would only reach out to a company that I like. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I, but also what I would do as well is I would look at that company or person and see if they already re- uh, react to other people or if they hire, hired freelancers in the past or work with agencies in the past or if you are pitching people, look at if they do guest posts or something like that, or if they allow them on their website. For example, I don't, uh, I, I've never allowed guest posts on my blog, so but I still get you know emails from people weekly. They mm-hmm. say, "Oh, can I, you know, can you publish my post on your blog?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't respond anymore because <laughs> I think to myself, just look at my website." Is yeah. there one guest post or not? Like, and if that's not the case, it doesn't make sense to reach out to somebody, right? Totally. Yeah, I mean, but that's like uh, one of the first things you hear when you're starting out is uh, one of the easiest ways to get traffic is to get a guest post on mm-hmm. someone's blog. And so, of course, a lot of people, they like to reach out cold, never met someone, and that's immediately asking for something too. So they're using the inverse strategy. Yeah, that's a that's a good point as well. <laughs> you you didn't ask for anything, right? So that's what I like as well. So that that's what I really wanted to start for you know people who are listening and they they question they have questions about pitching. Uh, I I definitely do this, man. Like uh, the, <laughs> this is a good template. Just um, just providing value and and, and what I really totally. enjoyed was as well as that you attached the guide. Uh, because some people say, hey, I can do it for you. Uh, I think this is even more powerful mm-hmm. just, uh, because that, that's really like I, I, I'm i just here to help. Totally. Exactly. That's what I was going for. All right, man. So uh, let's just, because we talked about that, let's talk a little bit about your background. Uh, yeah, man. Before, uh, I'd like to talk about more about Facebook ads because that's the reason that I'm actually also have you on the podcast because I'm curious <laughs> to <laughs> Hear more totally. about Facebook ads for myself, and I know that you know because I, I have I don't have experience with it at all. So uh, hoping to learn from you from uh, on that aspect. But just tell me a little bit because you already mentioned a couple things about your background. Uh, but can you tell me some some like uh, important milestones or what, what led you to where you totally. are right now? <clears throat> yeah. So. In about high school, I had uh, the typical, like, I moved to a new school, didn't know many people, and at that point, I was like, uh, okay, I'll just turn to food. Didn't want to play sports, so I got heavy. Um, After getting heavy, you know, I developed a little bit of, like, depression, a little bit of needing to go to a psychiatrist or something along that lines. Um, Once I did that, and... I had this moment where I got a personal trainer because it was like, I just have to get in shape somehow. Mm. And I hit eight pull-ups and those pull, it's like the weirdest milestone that I remember, but I hit the eight pull-ups and I was like, I can actually like completely change who I am. Pairing that with uh, reading the four hour work week for the first time, I started to have this mentality of like, okay, I know what I want to do and I need to get it. And that led to me starting my first website in uh, freshman year of college. So I was blogging on that for a while. Um, it was called Mindful Lifestyle, but that's like that domain has to be gone and probably dead somewhere. Mm. Um, so I blogged on that for a while, and I was getting in touch with a lot of people. Um, but what really sparked things was I was going to school for neuroscience. 
I really just wanted to make a living doing what I wanted to do, which was be a blogger, be someone who can work self-sufficiently, be this entrepreneurial spirit. Um, and it was during that time that I was joining all these Facebook groups, talking to all these other bloggers. And I got an offer with a few other guys to go down to Florida. Being in Michigan, uh, it's really cold. It's not the nicest weather. Mm. So <clears throat> essentially it was a paid two-year uh, two-year internship in Florida where they were going to put us on the beach, do all this stuff, and quickly it evolved to more than an internship. Um, but for this startup company and a uh, company that I followed for a long time, so I was very happy and I was like, this is awesome. But that is where for those two years, mm-hmm. about every day, I, and this is coming from no background really on Facebook advertising besides like running a simple like campaign like everybody tries at the beginning. Trust me, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't work. It does not work. You're going to waste money. Um, it It comes from just doing that to like four to eight hours a day of learning Facebook ads, Google ads, Pinterest, ad, like every ad platform mm-hmm. in order to uh, understand how to get profit and uh, traffic for a company that wanted to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, after Florida, I uh, about eight months ago, maybe a little bit longer, shorter, I don't know exactly. Um, I parted and I had to get out of Florida because mm-hmm. The joy that I had going down to Florida from uh, from Michigan at the beginning was gone because Florida's muggy and hot constantly. And I was like, I cannot stay here. So me and a few of the guys, we left. We did start traveling month to month. So we did a month in Michigan, um, where I'm from. We did a month in Chicago. We did a month in Denver. Um, and then now uh, we want a, a few live in Columbus and uh, I'm – kind of in columbus chicago and michigan so i get to just travel the triad right now okay so you started out you know wanting to be a professional blogger right yeah so and and then uh, and then you got the get got the internship and the job and now you you're back to blogging or how how, for how do you currently make a living yeah so it 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 did come a bit full circle um so I do have a personal website and a personal brand, and that is kind of a content lead generation platform um, at this point where I'm really just building up just that 1,000 true fans, the unique mm-hmm. audience, um, and breaking critical mass with those 1,000 true fans. So it can just be something that is uh, where people are a lot more fine-tuned to the messaging. Cool. Otherwise, uh, I have an advertising consulting um slash like just overall business consulting uh company with uh one of the people that i worked with from a while back Mm. as well as a cryptocurrency website so a little bit over the map with that as well okay so let's start let's talk about uh, starting with a blogging career or starting a blog because um you know on on this podcast and my new website i talk about you know i share content and tips mm-hmm. for people who want to start a blog from zero, right? Totally. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, Facebook groups and talking to a lot of people. What are some bad practices, some things <laughs> that you would tell people, just don't do that, right? Don't don't waste your time on doing those things when, when you start uh, blogging. 
Yeah. So, I mean, there's a whole host of them. One, don't start anything that you're not going to actually continue to do. Um, that's hard to, to say, of course, but quickly you'll realize there's things you like to do and things you don't like to do. Maybe you like to create Pinterest graphics for, um, some sort of traffic stream, but if you don't and you're just going to make bad ones, then there's not really a reason to be on the platform because the number one thing I think people need to remember is it's not about those numbers at the end of the day. It's not about more followers. It's not about having more traffic, but what it's literally about is getting these quality people that you can connect with, communicate with, and grow a community with instead of having the vanity metrics. And I see a lot of people get really tied up in the vanity. So how did you uh, like waste, waste time in the beginning? Yeah, so I would say uh, one of the, the worst things was setting these arbitrary schedules that I just had no idea what I was doing because I read like 90 different <laughs> articles online and they're like, yeah. do this, do that, do this, do that. And of course it takes so much uh, trial and error to really figure out what works for your blog. Yeah. But I would say like make sure to try everything but understand that you don't need to do everything um, because it gets it will get challenging and it won't be sustainable. And consistency is the number one key to, one, any of these algorithms that are going to deliver you any traffic, but two, people. We like to see good content daily or yeah. weekly. Do you have like specific examples of things that you did and you like looking back, you're like, oh, that, that was quite a waste oh, yeah. of time or that didn't work out at all? Yeah, of course. I mean, I tried the email every single day um, and, you know, then I would miss a day and I'd beat myself up and I'd be mad and I'd be like my 10, the 10 email subscribers are going to be so mad at me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I tried, of course, putting pop ups and all that all over my site to the yeah. point where it's just like, get the lead no matter what. Yeah. Or spamming Facebook groups. That's a huge one. I see that all the time. Yeah, I, that that's. Uh, that's good that that you mentioned because I see that as well. So, what's your experience? Well, like, what did you get out so, of it? Most people I talk to, they didn't get out anything out of it at all. No, and I would say so. Like a little known thing is Facebook groups are one of the biggest gold mines for quality traffic because mm -hmm. these people are self qualifying them. Yeah. Um, with the cryptocurrency website within. One month of running it, we got up to 30,000 visitors a month organically. Mm. And that was, uh, it's not that high anymore because crypto craze was going on. But um, one of the main things that we did that from was Facebook groups. And it was not by spamming them, but it was by finding and creating great content and utilizing the group that wanted the content. So if we wrote about a coin, we would give those people exactly what they wanted, which was an article about that coin or something along that nature. But people for literally everything out there have a Facebook group and you have the ability to create content that's genuine to you, but then find these groups, interact with them, become mm. someone they know, and then share things in them. Okay, so that's a good... I, I, I haven't tried Facebook group my, groups myself, but uh, I was recently talking... Uh, to someone who also wanted to start a blog and he was like, where do I even get my first traffic from, right? Mm -hmm. um, and he was he tried to pitch some guest posts and was seeing, you know, it was a little bit difficult for him and wanted to 
find something that he was a little bit more in control of himself, right? Because when you totally. try to get uh, people to post your articles on their website, you always need to go through gatekeepers. Um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> if you are allowed in a Facebook group, well, right, which is not, not a difficult thing to do, right? No, not at all. No, um, so, almost everyone lets yeah, you in. Exactly. So once you're in that group, it's now you ha- have more control. And then, so, exactly. like, don't spam, right? And then just provide real value. Like, a lot of serious people also talk about, you mentioned Tim Ferriss' book. This is where everything started, right? The whole lifestyle yep. business stuff. He always talks about just providing value. Um, so I think, yeah, that's a, that's a good tip. To, to share here if, if if you want to give that a try you know give those facebook a, a groups a try but you know never f- forget that spamming is annoying <laughs> exactly yeah i think there's this uh when it comes to like lead magnets and stuff people a lot of times write one and they're like who can i get to get this mm. and like i mean you could write the perfect lead magnet and it's just great content and it's great value and if you post that in one of those groups, but you don't post it in a spammy way, like you will get leads from it. It's very easy to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a little bit similar to what you did with the email, um, mm-hmm. just trying to help out uh, and just seek out groups or individuals that you think you can help with your background and your expertise exactly. and then just do do the helping. And that's the whole strategy, I think. Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. So now we're talking about Facebook. Let's talk about Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. And you're a blogger. I'm a blogger. Blo- people who are listening to this are bloggers. So let's talk about how you want should get started and things to avoid. Because you mentioned uh, don't run an, uh, a like campaign. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. But, but let's just start with the basic. What's the, what's the first thing that you need to do if you want to get started with Facebook ads? Totally. The first thing, of course, is getting the pixel installed and getting it installed in the right places. Um, even if you're getting 10 people to your site a day, Facebook wants that because it can use that to create your audience that you can deliver ads to. Um, they, they continue to make it harder for organic content to get out there because they know people now have huge budgets on Facebook and they'll pay to get that content out there. Of course, the more shareable you make it, the more you can still get it out organically. So don't stress because people like Jay Shetty and those other type of people still have the ability or had the ability when they started to create great content that people are like, Oh, I got to share this with everyone I know. Mm. Um, when it comes to the ads platform, after you have the pixel installed, you're going to start to accrue data from your website. And now your Instagram and your Facebook page are also collecting data. So anybody who's, uh, interacting with your Instagram sends you messages, does anything like that. You have all that and you have the ability to create those audiences. Mm. Now, the problem is when you're starting out blogging, um, one, you either don't have a product or two, you don't have that much money to pour into these ads. Yeah. Um, at that point, it's getting really clear on what you want to do. So if at the beginning you're saying, all I want to do is increase traffic, mm-hmm. um, which again, not hopefully not for traffic's sake because selling ads on your site doesn't produce that much profit. But selling or using 
the ads for traffic to get people into a lead magnet, to get people into a new blog post, to exactly. just boost social proof. That's easy, and that's something as simple as go on Ad Espresso, set up an account, set up the automatic posting thing, and you could use three to five bucks every time you post that it will just boost that new post. That's that's easy. What, what's that um, again? So Ad Espresso is yeah. a, uh, a Facebook marketing tool. I like it just because some of the uh, it makes some of the things automated, and then it also the uh, the analytics are in kind of like a, a cartoonish but easy to read way. Yeah. Um, and of course, if it's only I think forty nine a month, uh, you can use a fourteen day free trial to see if you even like it. Mm-hmm. But if you are using these ads to send them to something that's paid, this should pay it back very quickly so it's more of an investment than it is anything else so but they had paid you mean yeah um yeah so uh if you have a product or anything like that some or coaching yeah yeah. uh, okay but let's for example like because i like what you mentioned uh, that's that's also my strategy is uh, i try to get people to my site Mm -hmm. and i want people to read my articles and then sign up to my newsletter. Totally. And at that point, you know, I have a welcome sequence and that's how I offer my courses, right? Exactly, yeah. So to to so, do that, so to get more opt-ins, to get more leads, how we can use this for example, this this Ad Espresso? Yeah, so so Ad Espresso, of course, is it's a layering to the actual ad platform of Facebook. So yeah. um, you'll still have to pay, of course, the cost for the ads on Facebook. Yeah. But um, with you giving me the example, I'll give you uh, kind of like how I would view it. Okay. Um, so you're trying to drive leads. Now there's multiple ways to do it. Uh, ManyChat is huge right now, and that's the messaging platform, of course. Um, so if you, I'm I'm a total beginner, so I don't, I don't know anything. (laughs) Okay. So ManyChat is, uh, have you clicked on any, uh, websites, Facebook pages recently and you see like a bot pop up? Yeah. 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 So that, that's something called ManyChat and essentially Facebook messenger has 1 billion or 2 billion users. It's something ridiculous. Yeah. And so now you can create these, uh, basically AI, it's not really AI, it's using something called Booleans, which is just like yes or no type responses. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can create these bots that kind of interact with you, but they, they almost seem human and you can Im- insert typing. Uh, so it actually gives a gap in when it sends messages to you. Um, you can take your emails and you can put them completely on Facebook messenger and open rates are ridiculous. Mm. But, one of the things that I like to do when collecting any type of lead is to create a survey. Um, and so whether your survey is in Messenger or ManyChat, which is super easy, where your ad will be, uh, it will say send message or open in Messenger. And the person will then give you a few indicators whether they should download your lead magnet or not. And then it will deliver them the link to the lead magnet or once you collect their email inside of ManyChat. It will then send them a lead magnet or funnel them into the email course. Mm-hmm. And so that is one way to do it. Yeah. Or there's using something like Typeform. And Typeform is a, um, a survey form builder type uh, of company. Beautiful, 
it's free uh, if you only get around 100 subscribers a month mm-hmm. or if you just want to try it out at the beginning and see if it works for you. And creating a survey is so crucial a lot of times because um, in the marketing field, there's uh, micro yeses, macro yeses. But the notion that once someone says yes one time, they're way more likely to continue to say yes. Mm. So by building out a survey where you go, are you male, female? Filler question. Or what's your age? Filler question. And then from there, you start to get to identify these people and learn more about them. And of course, they get their answer by putting in their email and opting in. Not only have they given you the lead, but they've self-selected and they've agreed with every single question. So they're way more likely to either A, buy your product, which putting a coupon to your product at the end of the survey often works, Mm -hmm. or B, just be more identified with your brand overall. Okay, so if I understand correctly, you first install the Facebook Pixel to get an understanding of who visits your website? Yep. And then how do I get people to uh, fill in those uh, surveys uh, on ManyChat or Typeform. Totally. So using something like SumoMe just so it's on your website is super easy. Otherwise, running some sort of uh, engagement ad or a conversion-based ad because uh, now that you have the Pixel installed, um, you're tracking conversions on your website. Mm -hmm. And so you can now basically have Facebook optimized for bringing in leads. And um, it gets really good at this. You know, it takes five to seven days. It takes 10 to 50 conversions. I forget what the math is exactly. But once it gets fine-tuned, it can deliver leads pretty well. But with the survey, essentially, your lead, instead of having a link or it going to a blog post or something like that, yeah. you could take warm or you could take cold traffic as long as it's an engaging survey and just have the conversion ad with some engaging graphic or videos work the best uh, with the CTA calling to the survey, yeah. utilizing the video to the survey oh, to capturing good. the lead is so, always, it works a lot. Okay, so you run the ads to uh, those uh, surveys. Mm-hmm. And what kind of ads do you do you, do you make? Is it like a, a just, just some, head, some text or, you know, how do they look like? Yeah. So depending on who the brand or what the person is, like for a personal brand or a blogger starting out, yeah. you want it to be personal, likely. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're doing yeah. some kind of like anonymity blog or something like that, of course you don't want it to be. But you could easily go on unsplash.com and download some high-quality uh, anonymous-looking dude images and utilize those. Yeah. Um, well, let's keep it personal, all right? If, if you want yeah. your personal blog... So for a personal blog, I would say most of what goes on with ads and conversions comes down to a connection between people. People want to work with people. They want to see people. The best ads that I've seen perform are the cold traffic to warm traffic. And cold traffic is people who are unfamiliar with you. Mm -hmm. Warm traffic are people who are in the middle of the funnel. They're going like, I like your stuff. I don't know if I'd buy from you yet. Mm. Those people, which are perfect for getting leads from, I've seen respond best to an engaging video with you, 
with whomever is the blogger. And it could be talking about, you know, three things that uh, really apply to your site. Or it could be going into, like, the easiest way to do X or Y. But, again, it's providing that value up front through that video yeah. and having the call to action be the survey and the survey relevant uh, okay. to what the video was about. Okay. Okay, that's good. That, that, these are practical steps that people can apply. And uh, so, makes makes sense. That's good stuff. So uh, what what kind of a budget, for example, would you need to get started? Yeah, so that, um, you know, I get this question a lot, especially working with um, consultant clients. And yeah. it's, for me personally, the way that I think about it is, um, are you investing in your business? And what do you want the business to ultimately turn out to? So if you have a product and you're making sales, and you're doing 1.5, 2.5 ROAS, which is return on ad spend. So for every dollar, you get $1.5 to $2.5 back. Mm. Then I would say to continue to reinvest it and increase your ad spend because then you're able to capitalize on more of the market and bring more people in and create a better business. Mm. Um, on the other hand, if you're just starting out and you're trying to drive traffic and leads and you really want to figure this game out of uh, being a blogger, mm then starting with a low budget just to test because don't go like Facebook ads is the holy trinity. I don't have a traffic. I don't have a site. I don't have any followers. I'm just trying this and I have one blog post up and then just run at like $1,000 in traffic. It it won't change what you've built. Hmm. So starting small, maybe five, ten bucks a day, some test budget, and having it really targeted and really localized on your goal versus the like campaign like we were talking about, uh, about earlier. Because I know a lot of people are like, I just started it. I need to get likes. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, and, right. So you, you just do a like campaign for your page, right? You, yep. I yeah. have friends who've dropped a lot of money on like campaigns. And, of <laughs> course, they're paying like 3 to $5 a like. And I'm like, that yeah. person will never be worth 3 to $5 to you. Yeah, that's a that's a great way to look at it because uh, I I experimented a little bit with it as well uh, with Facebook ads, but uh, obviously I, I didn't have a pixel in the past, uh, so I was I would just mm-hmm. like boost the post or whatever, right? Yep. And uh, yeah, I saw some likes and stuff, but I never looked into. It. But I uh, like after just thinking about it, I was like, I'm not doing this the right way in a sense that I don't even know what the return is. I don't know Mm -hmm. if these people really come back or even sign up to my newsletter. I had no way to track all those things. So I think it's great that, you know, you, you emailed me, you're here on the, on a podcast as well. So if, you know, new bloggers or even existing bloggers, like I've, I've been blogging for three years, right? So I didn't Mm -hmm. do Facebook ads, but if you want to get started, it's really important to track what you do but also just know what you're doing and what your goals are because otherwise like you said then you'll be wasting a lot of money and that's exactly why would you do that yeah and so for you you have you said you sell the courses through the email yeah and so you can even take uh what email uh server service do you use i currently use a convert kit convert kit um i'm pretty sure convert kit has a facebook integration 
Um, and you could take people that are hitting those flows. So mm-hmm. once they get to the purchase, if they had, haven't purchased, you can export that email list. You can import it to Facebook, and then you can retarget those people with your course. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's an easy way. This is like the lowest hanging fruit for anybody who has a pre-existing blog or a product who hasn't installed the Pixel or is a, or has it installed but hasn't utilized traffic. Yeah. Go to your product pages and just set retargeting to that. So conversion uh, when it comes to the objective for the campaign, purchase or initiate checkout if you have a checkout. Uh, I know a lot of people just have straight to purchase. Yeah. Um, and then basically just have something that is giving them a deal to get your product and they only have seven to ten days to do it. Uh that will help you convert a lot more and that traffic has already qualified themselves because they've been on your product page Uh, and you can make it so they've been on there multiple times for five minutes, Mm. whatever it is, but whatever you know is qualifying. Okay. So I can uh, export, for example, you can export emails um, of people who went through the funnel and didn't buy. Yep. And then you can import them in Facebook. And then you yep. can retarget them with a new campaign. Exactly. Right. And but it, and then you have to do that. Ma- or, uh, if there's no integration, you have you just have to do that ma- manually, right? The yeah. Process. And either way, it's super simple. Okay. Um, it's like if your email list, you know, uh, if you built out the email flow properly, yeah. Then when they hit the the uh, sales and they didn't buy then maybe they got funneled into a non-buyer sequence and if they got funneled into a non-buyer sequence then you could just export that data um i know clavio has a really good integration that's an email system but it's a little bit for more uh it's very expensive i would say unless you're running a company that's making a lot of money yeah yeah. um at least for email you know yeah well i also don't have a non-buyer sequence so that's also something that i'm working on but this is real, real real good stuff that i can definitely use is that just retarget people because like you said it's low-hanging fruit we often don't <laughs> look at it, the people who don't buy exactly so instead of sourcing likes like most people want to do those yeah. think about where you're going to have the literally the best people that could buy from you the people who've seen who've gone further enough in your email funnel to see your product and they're familiar with it now. So those are the people who, of course, through remarketing, I mean, I don't know percentage wise how much you could capture, but for the best bang for your buck, when it comes to any advertising, instead of getting just basic unqualified traffic or just driving traffic for no reason, these are qualified people who've been seeing your product over and over again and still haven't bought and it's the best point to be like hey here's a coupon you have seven days just head back to that page but you could still do it in a way that is real friendly and that they like because Mm. now they're actually getting a discount so they're even happier and 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 one thing that comes to mind is that my um you know current uh, launch strategy or or or, you know sales strategy with courses Mm -hmm. is that i open my courses and then i close them right for i open them for a week And then what I what I also what I'm also not doing is that uh, during that week I'm not doing anything with Facebook ads or whatever. 
Mm. So I can. So if I, you know, understand it correctly, you can during that totally. week, right? Just yep. run some ads as well for for those people who have visited my sales page. Exactly. Right. Yeah, running uh, that normally is one of the most powerful things I've seen. Okay, is during a launch is taking the that uh, traffic and making sure that they're seeing that you have had a launch also on Facebook. Mm. What What do you mean that I've also had a launch on Facebook? Um. So, like, a lot of the people, if they're not visiting your website all the time or they're not looking at your emails all the time, ah, okay, okay. they're always on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's a super simple way to just remarket to them on there. Yeah, okay. That's a, that's a good... So, what you're saying is that during my launch, I would target everybody who's on my list, not only who, people who yeah. are on the sales, sales page. Yeah, exactly. Ah, okay. Because yeah, if it's only cool. open for a week... If it's for a week, you already have the scarcity of the fact that those people yeah. aren't going to be able to get in next week. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point because, um, you know, one of the things that the challenges that you know bloggers face when you are doing a launch is that it's only you know during a time window, and maybe that person mm-hmm. is on a holiday or is just off email, uh, but they might be on Facebook, right, or Instagram. Yep. So they'll yep. learn about uh, your launch. So that's definitely something that I I will try on ne- on my next launch, and uh, I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, man. No, I think it'll work a lot. Um, one of the things that I would say is to take whatever the price of your course is, and really figure out how much your previous leads are worth. Um, if you spent any money on them before, um, and this is simply like how much money does it take to get someone to convert? Uh, and then, you know, you'll understand the price of your leads. Once you have the number of leads, once you know the amount of leads that you're capturing, um, how many are converting and then the amount of money each person who is converted is worth then it becomes a lot easier to spend the money on Facebook because you understand, okay, if I get this many leads, this many are likely to convert and they're likely to be worth this much money. So you know your user lifetime value. Mm. And then you have the peace of mind, I guess I would say, because a lot of people are scared on Facebook when they're spending money because they're like, how do I know if this is going to be good or not? Because if you find these formulas out, then it's super easy to spend the money and know with a measurable return what each lead is worth, what each purchase is worth, what each customer who comes in, even if they buy with a $10 product at the beginning, do they later buy a 50 product? Do they later buy a $100 product? Mm, okay. This is real good stuff, man. It's um, One of the totally. things that I, uh, I learned from this is that you really need to be very specific and what you were trying to achieve are you just you know trying to get some traffic in the beginning are you running a campaign are you having a launch what is it that you're trying to achieve and then find a way to measure it as well because otherwise you it's very likely that Mm -hmm. you'll be wasting your time and money yeah yeah and most people are 
Okay, man. I think that's a great way to close this thing off. Um, just finally, what 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 are some places or uh, ways to get in touch with you and learn more about uh, what you do? Totally. So if you're looking for consulting or advertising, that's uh, austinfloydconsulting.com. Otherwise, uh, the personal brand is heightenliving.com, H-E-I-G-H-T-E-N-E-D, living.com, or heightenliving on all the mediums. And uh, you can reach out to me on there as well if you need help with ads or if you're thinking about anything when it comes to personal branding, blogs, something along those lines. Um, but I'm on every single medium, to be honest. All right, great, man. And uh, I'll apply the, this stuff um somewhere this year and then maybe we can do a follow-up call and uh, talk about how everything went and maybe how we can change things and i think that it'll be great for the listeners as well to just uh, listen in on uh, how this process works right yeah man yeah we'll do like a funnel analysis and see uh where the holes are what's been going on that'd be awesome yeah i I think that's a that's a good idea so uh, we'll speak soon awesome man thank you so much yeah thank you take care